0: Welcome to the Immigration Update podcast, the podcast that immigration professionals and foreign nationals turn to for up-to-the-minute information. On January 31st of this year, USCIS published a final rule implementing a beneficiary-centric selection process, starting with this year's H-1B cap. Now, what exactly is this process? Well, instead of randomly selecting H-1B registrations, USCIS will instead select registrations by unique beneficiary, as determined by a beneficiary's biometric information, including their passport or travel document number. Quote, each unique beneficiary who has a registration submitted on their behalf will be entered into the selection process once, regardless of how many registrations are submitted on their behalf." End quote. So if a beneficiary is selected, each company that filed a registration on behalf of the beneficiary will be notified, and it will be up to the beneficiary to determine which company to proceed with in terms of filing the H-1B petition. That's a major change. But what are some of the most important elements of this new rule? Well, we'll explore that in just a moment. But first, I want to mention that this episode of the podcast, as all episodes do, come from an article that was written by immigration partner Lynn Walker. The article appears in full on her LinkedIn page, including a really handy chart of the changes to the rules that we will be talking about on today's podcast, along with many other articles of interest to the immigration law community and some fun stuff, too. I highly recommend you check out her feed and follow. And as always, please spell Lynn L-I-N when searching for her content. So let's get back into it. As I said, on January 31st, USCIS published a final rule, implementing a beneficiary-centric selection process, starting with this year's H-1B cap. So what does that all mean, and what are some of the most important elements of this new rule? First, each beneficiary must have a valid passport or travel document for stateless individuals. Also, each registration must include the same passport or travel document that the beneficiary will use to secure an H-1B visa and or to use to enter the United States in an H-1B classification. Each beneficiary may only be registered under one passport or travel document. If USCIS determines that a beneficiary has been registered under multiple passports or travel documents, USCIS may invalidate those registrations or deny or revoke the approval of any H-1B petitions based on those registrations. So you may be asking, why did USCIS implement this new beneficiary-centric process? The answer is USCIS is implementing this rule to reduce the fraud, misrepresentation, and otherwise gaming of the H-1B registration process that has made it wholly unfair. As we've spoken about before on this podcast, in fiscal year 2023, nearly 37% of beneficiaries had multiple registrations filed on their behalf, nearly 50,000 had two or more registrations, approximately 9,000 had five or more registrations, and one particular beneficiary had 83 registrations filed on their behalf. With this new beneficiary-centric selection process, quote, the submission of multiple registrations for the same individual by related entities should not increase the chances of selection, end quote. At this time, USCIS is not prohibiting related entries from filing multiple registrations for the same beneficiaries, but may enact such a provision at a later date. So what else should employers and foreign nationals keep in mind for this year's H-1B cap? The H-1B registration fee will remain $10 per registration this year, but H-1B filing fees will increase dramatically. On April 1st, 2024. What's that you say? Fees will increase dramatically? Yes. Yes, they will, with far reaching consequences. And that will be the subject of our next podcast. So please like, review, and above all, follow to stay up to date with business immigration law in the United States. Thanks for listening to the Immigration Update Podcast with Attorney Lynn Walker. We'll be back next week with more breaking news of interest to the immigration law community. If you like what you hear, please follow, rate, and review the podcast. It really helps us grow. If you'd like to suggest a topic for our podcast or have any questions about your particular business immigration situation, please contact Lynn at lwalker at minor.com. That's lwalker at m-e-y-n-e-r Disclaimer. The information contained herein is intended only for educational or informational purposes and is not a substitute for legal advice. Further, listening to this podcast in no way establishes an attorney-client relationship between you and Minor & Landis LLP. Listeners should consult legal counsel for definitive advice regarding the current law and regulations and how those apply to your unique situation within your organization.